Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539-800-433-0539-800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. It is a fresh week of sports talk now underway. It's too late to jump off the boat. Next three hours, you and I, we were going to talk some sports at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Get it in, get it heard, wherever you might happen to be in this great land of ours, Romania, or around the world listening. On the American Forces Radio Network, I bow down to the troops. They're the ones that keep us safe. They're the ones that allow me to talk like this. And um, chime in if you want any sport you would like at 1-800-878-PLAY. I let the callers uh, talk for more than five seconds. And believe me, everywhere else that I've gone, if a caller comes on, the program director is like, get rid of him, get rid of him, get rid of him. Not me. I actually, sometimes when you're talking, I leave the studio, have a pork rind or two, catch up on my Netflix shows, Maybe even get a haircut. And I come back and I go, you know what? That's so true. So come on in at 1-800-878-PLAY. We have some guests. When do we not? You think Sports Talk. You think Ted Bundy. And we have Kathy Kleiner on in about 15 minutes to talk about her book about surviving a serial killer. Our college Football Hall of Famer and Georgia alum Scott Werner will join us. He's with the Super 16 poll. Brothers Kevin and Jack Martin have a new film called Bolt from the Blue. They'll be here at 1040 Pacific. In the third hour, we'll check in with J.D. Sharp on the NFL Weekend, take a look at Monday Night Football. But it's mostly open today. Just six guests, five guests, whatever it is. You're my guest. The caller. Aw. Really, Rick? Not really. Well, yeah, actually, it's true. Aw. All right, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Hope you had a good week. And if you're in the military and a uh, good week ahead, I bow down to the truth. I think I already did that. How about TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, the Twitter axes. Come on back. 
Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Are you ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline, B Y L I N E at prizepicks.com/byline for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Open lines this first segment at 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, when I get a chance to talk about the NFL weekend, I always start with my team, Raiders. The loss to the Chargers, 24-17. It was 24-0 at the half. 
and the defense for the Raiders really stepped up with a shutout in the second half. But the uh, offense, uh, despite many opportunities, could not get it going. Uh, my guy, but it hurts to say it, my guy, Khalil Mack, six sacks. I went to Khalil Mack's first ever NFL practice at rookie minicamp out in Alameda. It was also Derek Carr's, and he came over to the press, and I loved his honesty or bluntness because somebody said, you've got a really great draft class, don't you? And he said, I don't know. And they're like, what? He's like, we, we haven't played a down. I don't know if it's good or not. I thought, ah, I kind of like this guy. He's not sassy. He's just keeping it real. <clears throat> and then Mark Davis and John Gruden decided to trade him to the Chicago Bears. And uh, the Raiders haven't done crap since. And to see him wearing a, not just wearing a Charger uniform, not just getting six sacks, but to do those simultaneously against the team in which he was drafted. We had a Raider draft party, 95-7 the game. We were home with the Raiders at the Coliseum. And when Buffalo moved up, I thought, well, that's it on Khalil Mack. Um, you know, I guess we'll draft Sammy Watkins, a wide receiver. But no, they moved up not to take their hometown guy out of the University of Buffalo. I think Turner Gill was the coach. Uh, whoever went there, no, they took Sammy Watkins. And that meant that Khalil Mack fell into the Raiders' lap, and I jumped up and down and up and down. And it was the only good draft that Reggie McKenzie had because first pick was Mac second round Derek Carr and then Gabe Jackson who was a Pro Bowl guard I mean it's boom 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 franchise quarterback I and mean, it just was a great draft and the Raiders had one year where they went to the playoffs and Derek Carr broke his leg and Matt McGloin was too scared so Connor Cook had to play and the rest is history speaking of rookies having to play AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she got the start. Is that what it is? I think it's Ocasio-Cortez. Anyway, Aiden O'Connell, which I, I – it's funny. People get mustaches to make themselves look older, and you just look younger when you shave the sides of your head and you have this little teeny peach fuzz 1973 mustache. But whatever. That's his pick. He tried. He really tried. Um, but, uh, talk about ball security. There was one, none ball falls out of his hand, slapped out of his hand. And he was a rookie with Khalil Mack breathing down his butt. And you'd like to think, I don't care. I'm going to step up like, I don't know, Brock Purdy, but he couldn't handle it. And like I said, that doesn't mean the jury is in and he stinks. It just means that he couldn't handle it. And it was hard when the offensive line was basically watching him get sacked. Let's go to the biggest Raider fan in the world. This guy makes Will McNeil look like he hates the A's. It's Chris in Oakland. Go ahead, Chris. Anytime I could be in the same sense with Will, uh, right field Will, uh, you know, good <laughs> stuff. No, Rick, you, you're talking, you know, okay, first of all, because they don't have because they left us and broke our hearts, right? We couldn't even watch the game yesterday, however, unless you had red zone. So I was with a bunch of Save Oakland Sports guys. We were watching the game and, you know, I got their second Why half, were you watching the game? I Exactly. I don't man. Maybe it was, you know, free food or something. I think I it's know. time for you to Never. come out of the closet on your Raider <laughs> fandom. <laughs> on multiple issues. I got you. Um, 
The uh, but no, you you're talking Cleo Mack and having him having six sacks yesterday, and I rem- I remember that party that that the Eastside Club it was packed. And everybody's excited. Yeah. And you were the only guy talking Cleo Mack. Nobody else was like, oh, we got to get this guy, got to get this guy. So I, I, and I think I like maybe called her to, or maybe put some smoke signals out or something to congratulate you for the pick. And then obviously he was a great Raider. And then Gruden screwed it up and, you know, the rest is history. But, um, yeah, now that, uh, have, seeing him have six sacks yesterday, I actually had an opportunity at my business partner basically gave up his, uh, he lives in L.A., gave up his Green Bay Packer roots, became a Chargers season ticket holder, and he offered me oh. the tickets for yesterday, but I'm not a Raider fan anymore, so I didn't, I didn't uh, and he's got sweet tickets too, man. I, I should have been, whatever, I'm not a Raider fan. So I want to just, I, you, you were talking Cleo Mack, I was like, Rick Tittle's the only guy that was calling Raiders should get Cleo Mack, and he turned out to be a great uh, football player. Do you think he's a Hall of Famer, or, or, or what, do you, what do you think? Well, I mean, he has a chance. He needs to do this for a few more years. He kind of went through a little bit of a, a lull his last couple of years with the Raiders. He came out like gangbusters with the Bears and went through a little bit of a lull. But if you get six sacks in a game, your your name gets back up there on the marquee. Right. Do you think so? The conversation among the you know basically all upset former or current Raider fans at our little gathering was is who's going to be the, the the first coach fired? The Chicago Bears coach Everflus or the coach for the Raiders? He will not be fired no matter what. He's already paying John Gruden $10 million a year. He can't pay another fired coach. He's too cheap. <laughs> so speaking of cheap, 112 losses uh, you know, for our beloved Green and Gold. Estero Reese gets the, 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 the stolen base record, but I, I don't know. I think with the new rules, I think stolen bases are not as sexy as, you know. I mean, obviously no one's going to be better than Ricky, but – What's your take on? I mean, they've lost 112 games. And they're going to hype up. Well, we got our you know the all-time stolen base for a rookie leader with Estre Ruiz, who just passed Kenny Lofton yesterday. What's your take on that? Well, I mean, you're right. The bases are a couple inches closer, and the pitcher can only throw over two times. So you're right. It's uh, but 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 still, I think even with the old rules. This guy would have broken it. He's that good. Um, but, yeah, no one will ever beat Ricky. But, look, all he can do is play the game as he sees it. And I think he's so good he would have broken it anyway. Okay. Well, okay, that's good to hear. Because, you know, he gets picked off in the first inning when he, after he walks. Um, and then, you know, he gets it. He got gets it. That's great Oakland English. Um, he got the record. What was it, I guess? Begotten. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Begotten. That's what had, had happened. I know, and I was uh, I, just, I was a student representative on the Oakland School Board when the Obonics issue came out, so that's another issue. All right. Um, I like, this is totally off topic, but I think the pick for Gavin Newsom that for the new senator of California, I think it was a very smart political pick for Newsom for a number of reasons that we're not going to talk about on your show, but I just, I mean, nobody knows who no this lady I, is. I have no idea that he got to pick somebody. 100%, and I'm going to leave it at that. So, Warriors he got, he starts the uh, first game Saturday. Wait, i got to ask. Uh, he he gets to pick who fills in for a Feinstein, and he picked her. Right. Yeah, he picked her this morning. Uh, basically, a Kamala Harris um, kind of. I don't know. Again, this is not a political show, but I'm gonna say it. So, you know, Gavin's obviously getting all the limelight to maybe run if Biden doesn't run. Kamala Harris is his buddy, but she must be feeling the heat because she's the actual vice president, and this this governor of California is getting all the publicity. So do you know the name a, of the? Do you know the name of our new senator? Man, I had it this morning. Uh, is that American woman? Uh, LaFonza Butler, I think, or something like that. Okay. It may not be Butler. Yeah, I had, I had no idea that he got to pick whoever, and I, I see that well, tells you how much you news I'm watching. you got to follow more than four people on Twitter, uh, Rick, and you know, then you'll... I do. So, <laughs> there you go. 
All right, hey, All Chris, right, man, man you as up. always. I got to show off to a, a grinding halt. Uh, but anyway, yeah, good stuff. Uh, Warriors start this week. Draymond out for six weeks is a, uh, you know, it's bad. What's wrong but with him? You know, he's still going to. He, hopefully he can make it opening night, so we'll see. What's wrong with Draymond? Oh, he twisted his ankle. You didn't see that? In a, in a pickup game at Chase last week. So, yeah, he's out uh, four to six weeks. So he's that's out. That's a long time. Uh, Okay, yeah. Yeah, just well, but if they get him out, you know, if they get him to, again, this guy's older, and they just had him this huge contract, so if they get him to, um... By the know, way, the way I get my news is I host this show, and then other people tell me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Nothing Chris. I appreciate Dominic's, it. You know, no, no offense, All right, but I Dominic's a smart guy, so he, he gets it, too. So, All right, good stuff. That, yeah, I got a guest Cal coming Saturday, up, so Cal I got to run. Thanks for the call. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back at 1-800-878-PLAY. We got Kathy Kleiner-Rubin on the other side. She survived Ted Bundy. Come on back. of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. 
billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. And when we get our guest, we will uh, definitely throw her on the air. More to say about... <laughs> it's uh, <clears throat> like I was telling Chris, there's, there's no hope for a firing. Um, it was a ludicrous hire, which I just excoriated and um, eviscerated and and pilloried and any other big fancy adjective you can think of for my disdain and hate and disappointment. But we'll get back to that in a minute because we are quite happy to bring in our guest. It is Kathy Kleiner Rubin and uh, is the author of a new book called A Light in the Dark, Surviving More Than Ted Bundy. Kathy, welcome to the show, and we have seen you before on a lot of different outlets and interviews and such things, and so to write this book, Surviving More Than Ted Bundy, what is what is the more part, may I ask? Uh, first off, thank you for inviting me on your show. More uh, than Ted Bundy, I am a serial survivor. I was diagnosed with uh, childhood lupus. I was then attacked by a serial killer, Ted Bundy, and I also had breast cancer. So that that horrific story um, at the Cayo house that night, if it's not too painful, can you just tell us a little bit about how you did make it through that night? That night um, was a horrible night. I saw Bundy come through our door, though I didn't know who it was. It was just a dark silhouette, and I saw him raise his arm with a uh, log in his hand, and he slammed me in the face. It broke my teeth, my jaw in three places. It tore my cheek open, and my tongue was almost bit off. I survived that by sure will and tenacity. I wanted to get better. It took me many months to get through um, the recovery period, but I always knew I'd get through it. 
Where do you stand on this fascination we have? And actually, a lot of times with women, with these documentaries about serial killers and like Netflix and, and Prime and Hulu, whatever, they can't make these things fast enough. Is it a voyeuristic thing that you don't appreciate or do you think it's good to get the word out? I think it's good when the word comes out that he was not who he portrayed to be. It's good when they show him as evil and deviant and uh, um, killed women in their bed. He didn't lure them out, out in the streets. As long as um, the victims are told as well, he had over 60 victims that he um, said he had killed. And in my book, I bring to life uh, about 30 of them or 32, I'm sorry, and I give them a life and a voice and a dream, and I want them to be known as they were victims, and I was a victim, but now I'm a survivor. Hello, Kathy. You still yes. there? Can you hear me? Sorry. Yes. yes. Can you I hear mean, me? We lost you. Yeah, just at the end of the sentence there, we heard what you said. Um, do you still... I mean, I know this might be a, a uh, naive question, but the the PTSD, the the trauma that you have from this, it, it you never really get over it, right? Actually, I don't have I don't have those feelings in my recovery process. I did some visualizations. I wanted to see. Um, I wanted to move forward. I didn't want to be um, held up in a little box in a room somewhere. And one of the things I used was as dark and everything around me was, I looked forward in real distance. I saw a little island, and it had a pine tree, a palm tree and a little sand chair. And I walked toward that island as best I could with little baby steps. And I found as my little baby steps went forward, I looked behind me, and that nasty black stuff was a, further, a little further behind me. And it was that way that I took my baby steps until I reached my island. I sat in the chair, and I put my toes in the sand, and I looked forward, and there was nothing ahead of me. There was no black, nothing to be scared of. It was just time to go forward and to live my life. You talk about things that you survived, the, the lupus, the kidney failure when you're a young teenager and getting chemo for that, the, the breast cancer, getting chemo for that. It, what is it about your resilience? And, and I guess you need a little luck as well. But to And then, of course, to <laughs> survive Ted Bundy, what do you think it is about you and maybe a higher power of what you've been put through? Well, when I, um, when I was first diagnosed with lupus, they didn't know what was wrong with me. And the doctors, after I was in the hospital three months, they sent me home with my parents um, and told them just to make me comfortable. And that's when I was given experimental chemo. And I lost all my hair. And I was homebound. And I said, this is not me. This is not going to be my new normal. The next thing I went through was a serial uh, attack by Bundy. And again, I was not going to live my life in a box. I wanted to be strong and go out there and be strong to the people around me. So I, um, the higher power then was cradling me as well as with lupus. And I knew I was going to get better. I knew that Bundy was not going to define my life, that he victimized me, but I was going to be a survivor. And when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I had to take chemo again. And that was um, a hard time in my life, but I knew I'd get better again because I had the strength 
to get through each one of my ordeals, and each one of them I was stronger. You talk about the victims that don't get the publicity or that maybe that law enforcement did not know about. How did you come to find out some of these names and circumstances? The names actually were any book you pick up and read about Ted Bundy. There's usually a paragraph with all our names, and they're separated by commas, and that just wasn't right. And I researched along with my co-editor, um, that she was Emily LeBeau Lochisi, and um, she really helped me um, get through the process of healing by writing the book. And I didn't heal until I mentioned each of the women's names and their dreams and what they wanted to do, and that really healed me. So uh, finally, when you say a light in the dark, what was that light for you? When um, Bundy was attacking me, he lifted his arm to attack me again to slam my face. And all of a sudden, a bright light shone up in the driveway, from the driveway. Our room was in the back of the sortie house overlooking the driveway. And that night, someone came home to bring in a date for around 3 o'clock in the morning, and the light shone up in our room, and it was so bright. And I could now see better the figure that had attacked me, and he was really antsy, kind of pacing around, and then he ran out the door. I had made myself as small as I could, thinking he was going to hit me again, and if he couldn't see me, he may not hit me. When the light shone up and he ran, I was still on my little ball, and the light became began to darken, and it was um, black in my room again. And the next thing I remember were the police officers, and I looked up at them, and I felt so comfortable. I knew I wasn't going to get attacked again, but they were going to protect me. It's amazing stuff. The new memoir, Light in the Dark, Surviving More Than Ted Bundy, from our guest, Kathy Kleiner Rubin. Fascinating stuff, and in so many ways, uh, inspirational stuff as well. Kathy, congratulations on the book. Thank you so much. Like I said, it was a healing process, making it and writing it. Fascinating stuff. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, when I heard that I was going to have her on the show without dipping into the background, I thought it was maybe the, just from watching the documentary, the girl at a, I forgot where he got her into a car, but there was like a stop sign and she was able to like bolt out of the car and run away. I had no idea she was at the Kyle Omega house at Florida State and got hit in the face with a log. I mean, it's just that, that I mean, and, and the thing was back then, if you committed a crime in California, they had no, no idea about it in Florida. No idea. And they were actually kind of, you know, perturbed when like a San Francisco cop would call a cop in Kansas City and uh, go, you got a guy named by the name that like, it was kind of like mind your own business. It was sort of like what you think we can't control our, our crime here. It was so stupid. And to get a national fingerprint database and then to finally get a national DNA database. But yeah, Ted Bunny just got on a plane and left, you know, and it's like, we need to find this guy. And the whole West coast is like, we need to find this guy. And then when you get to about Salt Lake city, they're like, Ted who? So anyway, and a pretty amazing story. And uh, it's not sports, but we'll get back to sports. We'll talk a little more NFL weekend. Come on back on Titillating Sports. 
The new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium is here. Switch to my plan from Verizon at your local store today, and you'll get the amazing new iPhone 15 Pro on us with unlimited ultimate when you trade in any iPhone, any model, any condition. Guaranteed. Yep, even the old phone in your pocket right now. It's your Verizon. $999.99, 128GB only. Device payment purchase or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in or promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Enjoy an ice-cold Coke from Burger King while supporting your community. Coca-Cola is a proud supporter of the Burger King Foundation, which has granted over $60 million in scholarships to over 55,000 scholars, creating brighter futures and positive change in the lives of children and families through education. Now through the end of November, join Burger King in raising funds for the Burger King Foundation's education initiatives and enjoy three delicious menu items for just a dollar. Visit a participating Burger King restaurant and purchase three coupons for one dollar to help positively impact your community. Each coupon gets you your choice of a free small soft drink or coffee, free small fries or hash browns, and a free small soft serve. All funds raised stay local, right in your zip code. Burger King Foundation scholarships are open to team members and community members, and your dollar makes a difference. So go ahead and have it your way, and know that you're also giving back to your community. Visit your local participating restaurant or www.burgerkingfoundation.org for more information. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at RipGripPro.com. And you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to RipGripPro.com. That's RipGripPro.com. Back to pass goes Tarkenton. He's going down the middle and White makes the catch. He is clean but holds on to the football, losing the helmet. Chin strap flying one way, helmet the other. Holy Toledo. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I'd be like that then. 
Holy Toledo is a, one of the greatest sports calls of all time, and that was Bill King who did the A's and the Raiders and the Warriors and the guy who was in the Ford C. Frick wing of the Hall of Fame in, in uh, Cooperstown, which I've seen. <clears throat> I actually looked it up, and in the 1920s, Toledo was a sanctuary for gangsters, and they made an agreement with the police that if they just were chill in Toledo and did their crimes elsewhere, then the police would leave them alone. And so the gangsters called it Holy Toledo. That was the history of that term. Getting back to the Raiders, I said before the game it was the matchup of the two stupidest coaches in football, and Staley did not let us down going forward on, what, his own 38, when all he had to do was punt the ball away and play a little D and win the game, and he didn't get it. The Chargers also got lucky when Justin Herbert dove the ball didn't cross the plane of the goal, and if it did when he was on his way down, you couldn't see it, but too late, it's a touchdown. And the Raiders lose by a touchdown. Charlie is in New York City. My man, what is going on? Well, I want to talk about Chris's most favorite, beloved team ever, the uh, yes. Raiders, you and I being the second and third biggest fans. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on everything else you said, yeah, I mean, I, listen, I thought Aiden O'Connell, he played like a rookie. He didn't have any pocket awareness. I'm not taking anything away. Didn't Mac play for the Raiders at one time? I'm not taking away from any of Mac's uh, sacks. Um, uh, but he, I thought he was composed for the most part. Um, I thought the last call, the la- uh, you, you, when you're, he made great pass on that fourth down to Devontae Adams along the, you know, to get it down to the three-yard line, I think. First and goal from the three-yard line. Yes, McConnell, O'Connell got faked. He thought it was man coverage. Uh, Samuel, mm-hmm. Asante Samuel, he fell into zone, picked it all, picked him off. But that was a bad play call, in my opinion. You, you eliminated ninety percent of the field, the end zone, and you, and, you, and and why not? At that point in the game, Jacobs started to get a little. I mean, he didn't have a great running game, but he was. They were starting to get holes, and and and. They threw on for I, I, with a rookie quarterback, no less. So I, I blame that equally on the second stupidest coach in in in, in the league. Um, first half, they're just ter- for for a year and a half now. They can't put a full game together. First half, their defense was atrocious. Um, uh, uh, all respect to Mac, but Mac, Mad Max had uh, his third sack was taken away from him because that. Uh, S for brains, long, couldn't look down and see where he was standing on the field, and and they took away that strip sack, which would have forced him to punt, and they gave him a first down, and they scored a touchdown on that. Tillery should be cut. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did that last year, if you remember, in the game against the Rams on the final drive. He, he knocked the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hand right in front of the ref. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a 15-yard penalty. Um, terrible tackling in the first half on the defense's part. Um, Spillane, what are you doing? A chop? Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, on the on the, the the one turnover the Raiders have this year, uh, uh, chop. Uh, he got hit for a 15 yard penalty. I guess it was a chop block, or I don't. It was something that negated 15 yards where they would have had the ball at midfield. Um, uh, again, no Hunter Renfro, no Myers. They're throwing it all. And I listen. Devontae deserves all the passes they he gets, but. Uh, is that play calling? Is O'Connell not, you know, is again, now there's a pattern. 
can't just say it's Jimmy G. The offensive line has regressed. You, you, you see teams like Miami and Detroit, they're progressing. This organization under, under this current regime is, di- is regressing. Uh, let me see, uh, leaving anything out. I thought I thought some of the play, yes I didn't think uh, what's his name got the first down Herbert uh, when he extended his arms or the, or the touchdown um, that should have been that should uh, uh, another another knucklehead move on McDaniel's part they did get the touchdown when Josh Jacobs scored but I thought you have people up in the booth when Adams caught the touchdown on the goal line they 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 immediately ran another play right away whereas. Why didn't he wait and say, "Should hey, should I throw the red flag?" That's a, it was a touchdown. It turned out that they did get the touchdown. But mm-hmm. um, uh, what other points I'm leaving? The last play of the game where they got the third down pass completed. They should have called offensive pass interference, in my opinion. On on I don't know who it was Parham. I don't know who the receiver mm-hmm. was, but when he pushed Bennett up a little, um, I right. didn't think it was a penalty on J- Jacoby Myers. Uh, 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 chop, uh, ch- uh, chop block either. I thought that was a ticky tack call. But listen, stupid is you can't fix stupid. This team is not. And you're you're right. McDaniel's is not going to be fired. I thought they had to be two and two after four weeks to be an eight nine win team, or they'll be a four win team. They're they're a four win team. They're just. <laughs> when you when you're all they haven't scored twenty points yet. That's just mind boggling. And if Jimmy G played yesterday, they would have lost any they, they they weren't gonna lose. And this is against a Charger team without their top receiver Williams, without Bosa, without Derwin James. Oh, by the way, Gruden wouldn't draft. Um yeah. there was someone else that was out. A center I think was out. And and Herbert was playing with a a busted hand, a left hand. <laughs> and they still couldn't win. But I I, I you know it was <laughs> All right, I vented. I didn't think they were going to win yesterday. I didn't think it was going to be that close. That twenty was twenty four when they were up at twenty four or whatever they were by halftime. I thought the game was over. But again, that's the same thing. The Raiders start out; they score a drive early. They they they're non existent for a couple of quarters, and then they they rally at the end to try to make the game close. But the, you know, this team is heading in the wrong direction. Well, I mean, overall, what did you think of O'Connell's game? Typical rookie game. Uh, made some mistakes. Yeah, I. I... You know, he okay. was not <clears throat> he wasn't Kyle Bowler or Mike Glennon. Um, he was more of a, you know, just as you said, a rookie. He got a little rattled. A lot of times he was brave, but it's it's the thing that it's the fundamentals of p- keeping two hands on the ball, pressing it into your chest. The third hand only yes. Peyton Manning really did it. You know, just you, you're, you're holding the ball with one hand is is uh is really pathetic but I, it's funny when i look at the chargers if they had like an andy reed or, or even a kyle shanahan i think that team would have already won a super bowl it's amazing how oh. stupid they are oh that that team has a top three uh uh, uh person uh, players they their yeah. their their talent is top three top four they have great talent oh. on that offense and defense you know yeah. bosa derwin james you got mac you, 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 on the offense, you got an all-world quarterback. You got great receivers. You have Eckler. Who was yeah, Eckler was out. Mm-hmm. That team would have won a Super Bowl if they had some competent coach in there. Um, John, final note: uh, as of today, the Raiders have the third pick in the 2024 <laughs> NFL Draft. Just, just remember just that. Just after, just after uh, Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. So we'll get who's ever left. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. 
I'll keep listening. See you later. Thank you very much. All right, that's Charlie out there. And yeah, there was a play where <clears throat> Justin Herbert was running out of bounds, and whoever sort of it was Marcus, Marcus Peters, by the way, he just stands around. You know, he's he's not interested in running. If there's some play he can make, he can show it. He's already dropped two interceptions in back-to-back games. And that's what's frustrating is he does have a lot of talent. I just think that he's not super interested in running, um, <clears throat> which is why he's bounced around. Remember, Andy Reid kicked him to the bus when he called for him to get in the game, and he had his shoes and socks off. <laughs> Andy Reid said, Peters, you're in. He's like, hold on a minute. He's like, you know what? Never mind. Just go to the locker room. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, whoever sort of shepherded Herbert out of bounds. And Herbert at that point stopped. You know, when you're running with a football, and I can only tell you this, not at a pro level, but an amateur level, you do have this hypervigilance about you. When you know 11 guys are trying to basically, you know, cream you and get that football off you. And Herbert, once he stepped out of bounds, he sort of, you could tell he completely relaxed. And this guy, Tillery, comes in, whammo, and it was one of the easiest roughing calls that you'll ever see. And, you know, there was a play where Hunter Renfro got picked up a little bit and slammed. And I thought, well, that's going to be a penalty. And then I thought they they wanted to give uh, Divine Diablo a, a penalty as well when a uh, punt returner decided to turn the ball back in. But luckily, they're like, well, that's on the punt returner. By the way, Divine Diablo, bless his heart, uh, he's void of any talent (laughs) whatsoever. But, yeah, the Tillery guy, I I had to drive north of the Carquinas Bridge to watch the game, which I had to do. Um, It might get to the point where I would just sort of like with the A's, like the, the A's were not must-watch TV for me, unfortunately. Uh, we have a couple minutes left this segment. Let's go to Vince and Lafayette. What do you think, Vince? All right. Uh, first of all, I really, really love this goalie for the Sharks. Magnus Corona, I've been telling you about this for quite a time now. The, the gentleman from Denver won the national championship. Um, I finally got to see him actually play. The first game, I couldn't see it, so I watched it on the on the, on the the TV on the website. And um, I went to Tuesday's games. Actually, there's nobody there at Tuesday's game. But um, Krona has got a 9.35 I think three five save average for his two games he played, which nobody's even touching near nine on the other goalies. But they set him down because he's not getting paid anything, and the two guys are getting paid have to be the starters. That's the way the rule works in the NHL or any other sport. If you pay the guy a lot of money, you got to start him. So that's why he's not starting, not because he didn't earn it. Um, the other one, they got an, a, a defenseman, I think, from the Rangers. Tyus, I think, or Tyler, or something like that his name is. Uh, I've never seen him play, but he did play on Team USA. Um, so the coach knows him, so he must reason why he picked him. So, I, I don't, again, I've never seen him play. I, the, 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 the Russian guy we got from the, the trade that we did to New Jersey, um, he played really good defenseman. Again, he has a waiver. He, he's not going to accept it to waivers because he's, he's exempt. So he got set down, even though he deserved to be playing defenseman. I could see a whole bunch of guys not deserving it. They're on the team. But again, they're getting paid. A lot of them are on their last year of the contracts. McDonald, you know, is, is one of them, but there's a whole slew of them. I could think of five guys that probably shouldn't be on that team. But, um, so 
I think the Sharks in the long run are going to be great. And remember, that goalie he got was a fifth-round pick they gave the Tampa Bay to pick him up. That was one of Gear's smartest moves he made. Doesn't give up rebounds, stands tall, 6'5". Um, absolutely great. I mean, he had like over 30 shots. He got They didn't have any shots in overtime because they had a penalty. Um, he almost made it through the whole penalty. He had 10 shots on him during a penalty of five minutes. So what do you think of Magnus Krona? Do you think he's the well, Sharks Mag- goalie? I only got about 10 seconds here, but yeah, Magnus Krona, you, you're right. They traded Frederick Lawson to, to get that pick, and I wonder why he was a fifth-round pick by Tampa, but I think what it is is because he's six foot six, and I know he, he basically was the goalie of the year in that NCSHC conference, uh, but I think because he's so tall, they don't like those six-foot-six goalies, but he is Swedish, which I think Helps him, and I'm all for him. He looked really, really good, like he say. But anyway, Vince, I got to run, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, just tell it to his face. You know, when he's six five, six six. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you for that. As you can see, we can go deep Raider talk straight to Sharks goalies. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byland. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now, 800-617-5145, 800-617-5145, That's 800-617-5145. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? 
Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. Thank you. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. We have the two hours to uh, go. We'll talk a little Super 16 with Scott Werner in about 15 minutes. Very sorry to report that Russ Francis was killed in a plane crash. If you're my age, Russ Francis is a big name. He was a lot of people regarded him as the best tight end of the 70s, which used to make me mad because Dave Casper was the best tight end of the 70s, not Riley Odoms or some of these other guys. But Russ Francis made his name in New England and then ended his career with the uh, Niners. He's 70 years old uh, in a Cessna 177 Cardinal, had problems on the takeoff, tried to get back onto the strip. Two other people died in the crash. And um, it looks like, and I don't know, but it looks like that uh, he was giving tours and he was the, uh, the pilot, Lake Placid Airways Scenic Tour Business that he had bought. So anyway, that's, uh, that's pretty shocking. As I said, he's a huge name in the 70s and in the 80s too in the National Football League. Our condolences here from Sports Byline. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. we got two more hours. Come on back. News. I'm Corey Myers. The United Auto Workers Union looking to expand its strike against the Detroit automakers. 
The United Auto Workers Union says its two-week strike against Detroit automakers will spread to 7,000 more workers. I'm calling on Ford's Chicago assembly plant to stand up and go on strike. And I'm calling on GM's Lansing Delta Township to stand up and go out on strike. UAW President Sean Fain says Jeep maker Stellantis was spared from a third round of strikes. 25,000 workers are now off the job and on picket lines at dozens of plants and parts facilities across the country in the union's demands for a 40% pay hike, a four-day work week, and other benefits and job protections. I'm Skip Kelly. Today, the Supreme Court starts a new term as it considers another round of significant cases that could have a long-term impact on the legal landscape. The latest arguments involve questions related to the First Amendment's free speech clause, Second Amendment restrictions, and election redistricting. Also at stake, the fate of the Chevron Doctrine, a Supreme Court precedent that promotes court deference to actions by the executive branch. Lawmakers vote to keep the government fully funded. For now, USA's Laura Winters has details. It's all about stall and delay. Lawmakers kicking the can down the road and voting in favor of a 45-day stopgap measure. So the government is running today at full speed. U.S. funding for Ukraine not included in this bill. President Biden signing the bill at the White House and the administration then releasing a statement from the president saying there's plenty of time to pass government funding bills for the next fiscal year. And I strongly urge Congress to get to work right away. The American people expect their government to work. This is USA News. Hey there, this is Brant along with Sherry. Maybe you've heard about MediShare. Maybe you heard me talking about it. Well, Sherry helps produce these spots about MediShare. So people ask us, does this actually work? Is this really a great option for my health care? And honestly, the answer is yes. Yes, yes, it is. For real, yes. And you know what? It's funny, too, because a lot of people are fed up with their current arrangement or they're looking to save money, but they're hesitant, right? I'm like, MediShare has been doing this for 30 years. I think you can trust that, right? You can't. MediShare really is the gold standard for this health care sharing thing, too. And I've done it. You've done it. And people are really happy after they make the switch i keep talking about the member satisfaction rate it's real it's like double that of health insurance i have loved it they're professional and they care that in and of itself is refreshing we could change your name to meta sherry that's uh yeah that's interesting cool marketing thing it's not gonna happen uh you can save a ton (laughs) and be really happy with it they're great to talk to call them now they really are just call this number 833-34-BIBLE that's 833-34-BIBLE 833-34-BIBLE Former MLB pitcher and two-time World Series winner Tim Wakefield died yesterday. He was 57. Wakefield, a Florida native, drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates as a third baseman in 1988. He began working on a knuckleball when he realized he wouldn't make it as a position player, and he officially made the conversion to pitcher in 1990. Wakefield survived by his wife Stacy and their children Trevor and Brianna. I don't want to grow up fun, toys for us kids. They got a million toys and toys, they're us that I can play with. I don't want to grow up, I'm a toy just kid. They got the best for so much less. You really flip your lid from bike to train to video
iconic retailer Toys R Us expanding its comeback. According to a release from the company, locations will include airports and cruise ships starting in November with the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Sites for additional stores haven't been announced, but the company said in a statement, the new Toys R Us will be open in prime locations that complement the existing retail footprint of Macy's. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to Hour 2. Of three, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. That's me. College Football Hall of Famer Scott Warner is going to join us on the other side. Also, the filmmaking brothers, Kevin and Jack Martin. Uh, We'll have some open lines in between those. J.D. Sharp in the third hour. Yeah, also, it was shocking to hear that Tim Wakefield died yesterday. And uh, he was only 57 the knuckleballer. I didn't realize he pitched till he was 45. I didn't know he was that old, but I remember that he was a pirate first baseman who couldn't hit. And he goes, how about a knuckleball? I think that Aaron Boone home run, <clears throat> which was another Bucky Dent type of situation, a walk-off to win that playoff series. Tim Wakefield did get his revenge, though, when they got rid of the curse of the Bambino. But he had brain cancer, and the reason we know is because last week, Kurt Schilling mentioned it on his podcast. And apparently, according to reports, Tim Wakefield was super pissed about it. So reporters went to the Red Sox and they said, we can confirm an illness, we can't say what it was. 
So I guess Tim Wakefield didn't want anyone to know, and I can understand that. He didn't want all the attention. But <clears throat> it, it sort of sounds like something Schilling would do. He's always a little bit of a horse's ass. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, you don't, you know, as I said, if you don't know somebody's sick and they die of brain cancer, that's it's a shock. So our condolences to uh, the baseball world as well. He seemed like he was a really good guy. I never met him or interviewed him, but as far as I know, I never interviewed him. But he seems like a... Uh, he seemed like a good guy. 1-800-878-PLAY is the call number, call number, the phone number to call and be part of the show. You can email me, rick at sportsbyline.com, with the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel, tune your cable provider coming through your television sets. If you want to email me, it's rick at sportsbyline.com as we stream through sportsbyline.com. Come on back, y'all. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495, 800-788-1495, 800-788-1495, 800-788-1495, that's 800-788-1495. Everyone watches more than five hours of television, really, and that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 
That's 800-293-0328. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's always great on Mondays to check up with one of the Super 16 pollsters. It's a collaboration between the Football Writers Association of America and the National Football Foundation. Go to footballfoundation.org, which is the Hall of Fame, to find out how you can get a vote and uh, merch as well. It's great to welcome back to the show Scott Werner, who is a college football Hall of Famer a uh, safety at uh, Georgia. And uh, Scott, I'm a former D2 safety in the 80s. Didn't have quite the career you did, (laughs) but always great to talk to another safety. And I got to say, still to this day, your interception in the uh, national championship, the Sugar Bowl, most famous dog interception of all time. Oh, no, but it it was a biggie. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I, my my last play in college football was an interception. Uh, that the second one uh, that in, ended the Notre Dame threat, even though it was on fourth down. But uh, I still have the ball. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, good times. That's so awesome. You you also were the the kick returner, the the punt returner, and and for me, all I want my punt returners to do is just not fumble it. But Back in those days, how many times did you raise your hand for a fair catch? You wanted to return it, didn't you? Well, yeah. Uh, it's the only <laughs> time I got to run with the ball. I, I'm not. If if you played football, you probably played quarterback or running back at some point in time. And high school uh, quarterback, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. And uh, you know, we I like to run the football, and that was a few opportunities that I had, either returning a punt or or a, a kickoff or an interception. And, and, uh, you know, making hay out of it. That's, that's the, that was, that was my, uh, fun time. Yeah. Instead of trying to cover, uh, those guys that I couldn't cover anyway, but yeah, uh, <laughs> good times again. It was. And, and a shout out to my nephew playing in San Francisco, uh, for the 49ers, Charlie Warner, uh, they're, oh, yes. they're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to good year. It's going to be a good year. Yes. Good shout out too. Um, your dogs, you still have them one. Most people do. Some people are looking at the Longhorns or the the Wolverines. I mean, to do it three years in a row, it's so hard in the pros, much less college, where you have so much turnover, transfer portal and everything else. Um, are you, I guess worried wouldn't be the word, but are you concerned about your dogs right now? Well, who wouldn't be? Uh, if you've watched the Philadelphia Eagles, you understand why we were so good. Uh, half our defense is, is playing for the Eagles now. And <laughs> those guys, they really are. They are absolutely devastating. Those two big de- uh, defensive linemen that we had. It, it, and we don't have that this year. We're getting there, but we don't have that. Are we as good as, uh, Texas and Michigan and, and, uh, everybody in the top 10 is great. Let's put it that way. I, I, I would, I give all of them. Uh, kudos for for being there and they're all undefeated and so are we 
we just haven't been really tested by, by a good football team yet. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the transfer portal has changed college football. Definitely. Uh, you can, you can have a, 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 a one win team and then turn it around like Dion did with 86 new players and have, <laughs> uh, you know, an, an undefeated team. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, he's going to change the game. He's going to force the NCAA or somebody to make a change. Dean Smith did in basketball with the four corners and uh, with a shot clock, and and Dion's going to make them do something. I don't know what. I have you any ideas how they're going to come around with the transfer portal? I don't know what it is. I mean, and back in our day, we had to sit out a year, and you can only play for two teams possibly. But uh, NIL throws another wrench into it. These promises people make to these kids—it's kind of a wild west right now. It, it really is, and that's that's why I say it—it—it's it, something's gonna something's gonna shake out. But getting back to the game in hand, uh, are we as good as we were the past two years? No. Can we win? Anybody in the SEC can win. Uh, I, I don't know that we play with Texas and or Michigan right now, uh, but they've they've you know and and you stay number one until you lose. Uh, I always felt that way when Alabama was riding the tide, and and until uh, uh, somebody beats them, they they're you know you you earn that uh, that key spot and being number one, and you you stay there until somebody defeats you. And we've we've got some big games coming up, as does everyone else. Let's put it that way. Texas got to play Oklahoma, don't they? I like how you said Alabama riding the tide. I saw what you did there, Scott. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, one of the things yeah. I love about the Super 16 polls, the first of all, you, it's 16 teams, so there's not going to be sometimes top 25. You get some mediocre teams in there, so they're all good. And also the transparency. I get to see how everyone voted. So I got to ask you, almost everybody has Washington State in their top 16. How close did Wazoo make it? Because you don't have them there. No, and and I'm a little more southeastern uh, over in in my neck of the woods. Uh, I, I've I, you know, and I and I like Louisville, and I like Duke. They're they're doing well. Uh, I'll, I'll let the other folks out there uh, vote for those guys to get them in uh, to to. to give them a little little credibility but uh no not yet uh and i and i haven't seen them play it's hard to watch uh all the games out here um on the east coast and check check everything out on the west coast um it's betty by you know it's i'm 64 years old it's time to go to bed <laughs> <laughs> when they're when they're just kicking those games off out there and uh yeah i haven't seen a lot of them but uh again you know, it's the SEC and, and, and our style of football is a little different uh, than, than what we see some out on the West Coast. Let me ask you this question, too, about the SEC. One of the better games of the weekend was Ole Miss hosting LSU with some real thrills and spills, and the, the Rebels pulled it out, and the crowd stormed the field there at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. And today the SEC announced we warned y'all one hundred thousand dollar fine. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it. Uh, they were excited, and yes, it got out of hand. And there'll probably be some big donor uh, foot the bill for that. 
you know, the money in, and, and with the NIL, the money in college football today is, is, is absolutely mind boggling. When you consider A&M and, and Texas and, and TCU, uh, they, they, it's, it is absolutely incredible the amount of money that is now involved in college football. And, and we will, we will, I'm scared to death that it's going to damage it to the point that, that, it won't be the same game that we we've been accustomed to over the past 50 years. Last question for you. I used to go to the uh, USFL games uh, to see the Oakland invaders. And I know you were on that Philadelphia slash Baltimore stars team. That was so good. Just what did you think, even though they're playing in a baseball configuration, but what did you think about coming to the Oakland Coliseum? Oh, you know, I was, I was, so many of the places that we got to play in the USFL are no longer standing. Uh, yeah, it was it was a dream come true to me to, to go to some of these stadiums and, and get an opportunity to play. Uh, I, I, I started to sit down and write an article about some of the, you know, the Astrodome, uh, you know, uh, Veteran Stadium, the, all the all the iconic uh, stadiums throughout the the country that that people, you know, they're not there anymore. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, it was a great time. The USFL was the second best time I ever had playing football. And, you know, yeah, it was a, it, it I played with a lot of Penn Staters and they had beaten us the year before in the, for the national championship, uh, in 81 at, where we lost and in the pit. And, and those guys were all the regional guys. And I got drafted out of, out of, as a, as a Southeastern pick and, and, so I go up to the USFL and I'm playing with all these guys from Penn State after they had defeated us in the Sugar Bowl. And yeah, it was a great team. Played with Chuck Fusina, uh, mm-hmm. Scott Fiske, just a bunch of great, uh, great guys. We had a wonderful time. Didn't make a whole lot of money, but we had a wonderful, uh, had a wonderful time playing football and, uh, had a great staff. Uh, played for Dom Capers and, and, um, uh, as a secondary coach and learned so much, uh, in those three years from him that uh, it was it was really a good time playing football there he is scott warner one of the great georgia players of all time member of the professional i should say the college football hall of fame and that's what the super 16 poll is all about nationalfootballfoundation.org and the football writers association of america scott always good talking ball with you man thanks for coming on thank you very much and go dogs all right there he is i'm rick tittle with some open lines coming up next right here on sports byline recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I I never wanted to start using I I knew the drill but I was out of options I I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. 
You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078. Now you see that evil will always triumph. Because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Coming up in the next segment, we will have uh, filmmakers Jack and Kevin Martin. <clears throat> I got a uh, Facebook message from one of my old friends from over 20 years ago in London, and uh, basically saying, ha ha, we won. I'm like, what? I was like, oh, the Ryder Cup, right. This is the whole reason that I even knew about the Ryder cup. I had never heard of it. Well, I might've heard of it, but I didn't know what it was until like it was 2002. And they were over there going, Oh, the Ryder cup. I'm like, what is it now? It's USA versus all of Europe. I go, that can't be right. And they're like, no, no, all of Europe versus the U S I'm like, well, that's not fair. Like, yeah, you have more people. And I was like, Oh, I guess it's fair. I don't know. (laughs) 
Is there any other sport where they would do that? <clears throat> All of Europe versus one country? Maybe in a war? I don't know. Rick, that's so dramatic. But uh, after Friday, it was done, and I stopped. Uh, it's not like I was looking, but I did announce on my show Friday that it was done. It was The USA came out and lost all four matches, and they would have had to have basically run the table at that point. <clears throat> and then looking this morning um, that in the uh, this the uh, Sunday singles session, you, they found that uh, some hidden footage uh, during the Saturday matches that Rory McIlroy was caught on camera in the Marco Simeone Golf and Country Club screaming at Bones McKay. <clears throat> and I'm like, all right, I give up. Who's Bones McKay? He is Justin Thomas's caddy. Um. But then the next day he was Patrick Cantlay's. Oh, sorry. No, he was screaming at Bones McKay, who is Justin Thomas's caddy, about something that happened with Patrick Cantlay's caddy, Joe LaCava. <clears throat> Joe LaCava is this big, tall, bald dude who looks like he's about 89 years old. But apparently on 18, Cantlay made a 40-foot bird putt and that won the hole and so Cantlay and Wyndham Clark defeated McElroy and Matt Fitzpatrick. And after Cantlay's putt drop, with McElroy and Fitzpatrick still to putt, LaCava was waving his hat at the crowd in celebration, and McElroy was like, you're in my way, or you're stepping on my lie. And so <clears throat> it was reported that LaCava told him McElroy was laughing about it, and Shane Lowry was very upset about it. And so if you look at the video, it doesn't look like a whole much. It just looks like McElroy walking over to him saying, either shut the hell up or get out of my way. It's probably the latter. And then while he's lining up his putt, LaCava walks over and kind of says something and then waves his arm. And then the crowd goes after LaCava and then he starts yelling at the crowd. I've never seen a player caddy interaction like that from other teams, but it shows you that it is definitely a competition going on there. But <clears throat> Zach Johnson, the U S captain was asked about it at the press conference. He said, what I saw in 18 was a phenomenal putt and a celebration by some of our guys. I saw passion and all of what's great in the Ryder cup come out. And to my knowledge, based on what I was told, that was diffused after the match, and so I'm told it's all good. Yeah, really, it's all I know. When it came time to leave the course and head to the team hotel, McElroy was still clearly uh, bothered with the incident or something, what would you call it, tangential to the, uh, the uh, incident. And uh, so... He had to be shoved into a car. <laughs> he's like pointing and yelling and he's furious. And then the bald dude comes over again and he's like, what, what is going on? You know, it's like it's a really rich little guy and, and a guy who's not as rich, big guy. But then Luke Donald, the European captain, was asked about it in his press conference. 
And he never said outright that McElroy was yelling at LaCava in the car park, as we would say, the parking lot. I guess it's Italy, so we can say parking lot. Uh, <clears throat> but he said that, yeah, McElroy was PO'd. And Donald said, obviously, that was there on 18. I saw it unfold when Patrick made that putt. Joe was waving his hat. Obviously, there was some hat waving going on throughout the day from the crowd from our players. Talked to Rory. He politely asked Joe to move aside. He was in his line of vision. He stood there and didn't move for a while and continued to wave the hat. So I think Rory was upset about that. So apparently, it's one of those mock things. It's like with Tottenham, we have a player named James Madison, and when he scores a goal, he does a fake little dart. So in the North London Derby last weekend, when Bukayo Saka scored a penalty, he did a little dart. It's like those bastard Los Angeles Dodgers in 1988 when they hit a home run in the World Series they would do the forearm bash to mock McGuire and Canseco <clears throat> it's not uncommon to do the thing the other guy does and remember the lights out dance by Sean Merriman and when New England beat San Diego in the playoffs the New England guys at the end of the game started doing the lights out dance and LaDainian Tomlinson cried do you remember that he took off his helmet and he was yelling at them and tears were rolling down his face. And he says, that's disrespectful. <laughs> and the New England guys were like, well, do you want to kiss our butts now or later? And so <clears throat> to me, this incident is more interesting than the golf since the U.S. lost. But. Donald said, I'll talk with Rory when I get back. I didn't see the incident personally. As I said, there's a lot of you know, passion. We're all competitors and we all want to win, but we want to do it the right way. You know, from what Rory told me, he did ask Joe to move. He took a long time to move. It was a little off-putting because he still had to putt. And so Rory got upset, and I understand that. So the reporter Jamie Weir of Sky Sports, he then reported – this is like the Rubiales thing. It keeps going. He then <laughs> reported that Cantlay was really mad about not being paid for playing the Ryder Cup and decided not to wear a hat out of protest. What? And so then Cantlay was asked about it, and he says that has nothing to do with me not wearing a hat. The hats don't fit me right, and if you look at the last – Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. I didn't wear one there either. So they said, so you went hatless out of protest. And he said, not at all. This is the first I've heard of it when I got off the green. That's the furthest thing from the truth. The hat doesn't fit. Everyone knows that. And so all afternoon, Cantlay was serenaded by fans waving their hats at him and waving and waving and waving. And so Cantlay fake-tipped his hat to the crowd at one point, and that's when LaCava started waving his hat, too. So they, they were mocking Cantlay, and then this LaCava guy, who we never heard of until you're a big golf aficionado, he started waving his. <clears throat> I just remember Tiger had that guy, Stevie Williams, forever, and then he wrote a book saying, Tiger sucks. <laughs> I want to say I had him on the show. I was thinking the other day about Jim Lampley, and I'm like, wait, I've had Jim Lampley on my show. I think I've had everybody on my show. I wish I could remember, but this damn CTE. But suffice to say, 
the USA lost. And that ain't good. I'll just say that. That ain't good. And then we're hearing that uh, Shofala was almost kicked off the team over a contractual thing. Look, these are just excuses. Uh, the USA lost. I could, I don't want to say I could not care less because I care a little bit because I get these Facebook messages. Haha. <laughs> so I just wrote back, oh, that was this weekend, pretending like I didn't know. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pilot. to win up to 25 times your money this football season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics and place your entry it's as easy as that if you have the skills you can turn ten dollars into 250 dollars with just a few taps easy gameplay quick withdrawals and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app ready to test your skills join the prize picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up right now prize picks will match your first deposit up to 100 just visit prizepicks.com byline and use code byline that's code byline at prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. This message is sponsored by Lysol. Christina Milian here. I love singing at home with my kids, but did you know that one minute of singing can produce 1,000 airborne virus and bacteria-filled droplets? Yes. You heard that right, 1,000 droplets every minute, yuck. Luckily, Lysol has me covered. New Lysol air sanitizer is the only air care product approved by the EPA that kills 99.9% of airborne bacteria and viruses while eliminating odors in the air. And it helps to reduce the spread of illness-causing pathogens in the air like cold, flu, and coronavirus. So whether I'm in the studio or at home, Lysol air sanitizer is a must-have for me and my family. Plus. It comes in three cents. My favorite is Simple Fresh. Find Lysol air sanitizer at a store near you so you can continue belting out your favorite songs knowing that the air around you is sanitized. To learn more, visit www.lysol.com. Now, 
What should I sing next? I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. I have that effect on people. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome filmmakers Kevin and Jack Martin to the show now. And there's a really fun new indie film called Bolt from the Blue that will be premiering at the Austin Film Festival. And uh, let's uh, bring uh, these guys in right now. First of all, uh, Jack, you wrote it, you directed it, you produced it, and then you told your brother, you're going to act in it. Is that how this all started? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I had this idea, actually, funny enough, 10 years ago. It was originally a short film idea. Uh, And I always had the intention of having Kevin play the lead for a multitude of reasons. Uh, I think having 25 to 30 years of, uh, you know, shared humor and life experiences and taste in movies that we grew up with, uh, just kind of helps, you know, have a, uh, you know, have a a shorter dialogue basically when working together. Uh, and so, uh, I knew when taking on this challenge, you know, first feature, there's a lot of moving parts to making it all happen, but, you know, having your brother kind of by your side as you, as you take it on, uh, you know, I could just essentially not think of a better partner, to bring out of the project. So, yeah. So Kevin, did you ever say, you know, David Fincher and Michael Bay wouldn't have done it like this. I worked with those guys. <laughs> you know, I, I try to keep it in perspective, but for venturing out with my brother, I got to say he, he knocked it out of the park and it, it was a fun experience to be out in Alaska for almost a month. I mean, it was him and his team. My wife is my co-star. We, we got married a little over a week before we had to fly out to Alaska for production. So overall, it was just a fantastic process. Very cool. So Jack, take me through the plot, a sci-fi adventure that ex- this says explores the fight against climate change with whimsy, humor, and heart. Tell us a little more, please. Uh, yeah. So I, I think in many ways it, it started from the fact that, uh, you know, most conversations about climate change are usually met with existential dread. Like uh, everyone's like, oh, man, we just we don't have a chance to fight this. We're, we're all screwed. Uh, and most movies and TV shows also show a future of just dystopian. Uh, and I just I, I thought, why not, you know, look at the future with a little bit more hope? Uh, I wanted this film to kind of act as a beacon uh, to, to say, hey, I think we actually can fight this thing. I believe, you know, from doing all this research, looking at a lot of climate change, you know, renewable energies and uh, different sort of technologies that are going to push us into the future. When you, when you do that research, you kind of learn that there are just so many amazing, smart and talented people, much smarter than I, who are devoting every single day, every single second of their lives trying to solve these problems. Uh, and so I, I thought, you know, how do I make this entertaining and I 
digestible for for as many people as possible to make this family friendly movie that uh, you know does a spin on climate change in a more hopeful way. And I thought, you know, my personal story is like I'm just a, a filmmaker, a kid from the Midwest who has this big dream of trying to make movies and inspire people and and uh, you know try to attract a larger audience. And so I basically just took that same feeling, that same drive and pursuit, and I applied it to this random guy up in Alaska, Lucas Fletcher, who my brother plays, uh, is essentially running around trying to catch lightning and harness its energy uh, to turn it into the newest, greatest source of renewable energy. Uh, And I thought, okay, he's a little bit kind of kooky, a little bit crazy off his rocker, maybe can't be kind of the the lead character, the protagonist. And so then I wrote uh, this character, Mia Ibarra, who uh, Kevin's wife Paige plays. Uh, and she's essentially this electrical engineer who's, uh, you know, reaching the end of her 20s. She's been working on this company for like five or 10 years. And like a lot of my friends in the film industry, she's overworked and undervalued and kind of burned, burnt out. And she's lost her spark and she's just totally lost her way. She can't remember why she even pursued uh, you know, trying to be a climate uh, scientist and engineer. Uh, and so her boss sends her up to Alaska basically saying, hey, check this out. Keep getting reports that this research center is, you know, onto something revolutionary. And then she discovers it's actually just one guy running around trying to catch lightning and harness his energy. And in the process of trying to figure out if he's onto something revolutionary or just, you know, totally off his rocker, she actually also kind of, uh, you know, reignites that spark and, um, you know, kind of finds and rediscovers the, the, the child in her. Very cool. A couple more questions for Kevin and Jack Martin, the new movie, Bolt from the Blue. Uh, so, Kevin, I don't know how much it's a collaborative effort from all the other projects you've been, but when it is your brother, did you feel a little more liberty to say, I think we should do it this way or that way, or did you not want to undermine him and just say, look, it's your show? Yeah, there's a delicate medium there that I kind of needed to take note of right out of the gate. So when we were out in Alaska for the month, he was the boss. He was the leader. He built the infrastructure to kind of catapult this process forward. And so we were brothers by night after we wrapped, but by day he was the boss. But there were admittedly some days, and I would I would get off set and I'd look at my wife and I, I would say, gosh, I hope I'm nailing this character because it's, sort of in the same vein of Doc Brown from Back to the Future or a little bit of Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. And I said, I'm either right on the mark or everyone's going to find this character really frustrating to be around. And every day I'd look at Jack, i go, is this what you want? Is this what you're looking for? And he'd always give me that nod of approval. And so I looked for his guidance throughout the whole process. And I'm happy to say I've, I've seen a couple cuts of the movie and I'm, I'm very proud of how it turned out. Jack, I've had uh, Matt Walsh on the show before, and uh, he's like money in the bank. The guy is such a talented comedic actor. That's uh, That was a good get. Yeah, it was huge bringing him on. Uh, funny enough, actually, I am really, really close friends from high school with his, uh, with his niece. And so uh, bringing him on in, in many ways was kind of in the same spirit of just, uh, you know, this is a movie made by families for families. Uh, and so Matt was um, very excited to come on. He, he essentially plays Mia's boss in the beginning. 
uh, and he brings this just great flavor of, of a little bit of comedy, but uh, also a little bit of conflict. Like, he knows how to be, uh, you know, kind of the hard-set boss, uh, you know, provide, providing conflict throughout the movie. But um, collaborating with him was an absolute pleasure. He's just a gem of a human being. Very cool. So um, for you, uh, Kevin, are you the type of actor that watches yourself through your fingers or you you don't want to see yourself or are you like in the front row with a big old tub of popcorn? <laughs> um, it, it goes back and forth. Um, when I was when I was on the last ship on TNT, my brothers and I would host, you know, viewing parties for that five year run. And since then, I don't really pay attention to it as much, though admittedly, you know, working with Michael Bay, you don't want to go up to him after every take and say, you know, Michael, can I take a look at that again? But with Jack, I did feel like we had the relationship where I could say, you know, I don't know if I hit that mark there. Can I watch it? And he would bring me back into Video Village and let me watch. So I'm pretty hands-on when I need to be, um, but sometimes, you know, I'll sit in the seat and I can't help but look around the theater and say, I hope they're enjoying this as much as I think they are. Cause it can be <laughs> a little awkward at points. That's for sure. And so, um, Kevin, you mentioned, you know, acting with your wife, uh, Paige, uh, Tudic Gomez, lovely and talented, but, but then again, it's the kind of thing where they say, you know, don't work with your spouse. Uh, but for you guys, did you take the movie home with you or were you able to sort of turn on the switch on and off? We were able to turn the switch on and off. It was sort of officially the first time we had worked together. We had met um, when I was on hiatus from the last ship uh, doing a play. And so for three months, we got to know each other, you know, in that environment. But after getting married, this was kind of the first journey we embarked on in a professional atmosphere. And I'm happy to say it was a seamless experience and, and, you know, we'd go off into our cabin on the outskirts of the town in Homer, Alaska, and we'd decompress and we'd find moments to, you know, spend time away from being actors because it was essentially a sort of pseudo honeymoon for us. But every day on set, we had an absolute blast and I'm, I'm happy to say, and I think she's listening in right now, we never <laughs> got in any arguments and it turned out to be a very, holistic, fun, enjoyable experience. And I'm not sure that everybody can say that. <laughs> so Jack, are you already working on bolt from the blue to Lucas's revenge? <laughs> yeah, but more bolt, more blue. Yeah. Yeah. Actually funny <laughs> enough, this is kind of uh, in, in my dreams. eye, this is the first part of a three part trilogy uh, that dives even deeper, uh, not only into these characters, but into these issues with, climate change and, uh, you know, trying to fund and get more, uh, you know, government support towards uh, greener energy, essentially. Last question for you, Kevin. You talked about Alaska. Can you give us a little uh, mind's eye look on, on the scene and, and where you guys were doing all your shooting? I mean, the one thing I can say about Alaska, and I think Paige and my, or my wife, Paige, Jack and I, and the whole team noticed were the people. And they were so warm. In fact, we were shooting a sequence, and I was in the hero car, Sparky. And I don't know what happened, but it stopped working when we were going up this hill, and we kind of rolled into a ditch. And within five minutes, a local drove by, noticed we needed help, you know, stopped, hooked the car up. And I just thought, wow, we are a long ways away from L.A. Because no one's 
stopping on the side of the road to help you in Los Angeles. So the people, that was such a warm environment. You know, the views are insane. We, we shot this sequence where, you know, part of the, the water line just fades away in the middle of the day. And we were just stepping foot in the muddy ocean floor. And the sun was, you know, setting over the mountainside. And I just looked at my wife. I go, well, it's not Hawaii, which is where we wanted to go for our honeymoon. But darn, if this isn't a close second, it is just such a majestic place. And I'd recommend anyone just wanting to escape the hustle and bustle of, you know, modern-day America, go visit Homer, Alaska, because it will definitely help you decompress, that's for sure. Very cool. The film is called Bolt from the Blue, as I mentioned, is going to be premiering very soon here at the Austin Film Festival, and we've been speaking with Jack and Kevin Martin. You guys, congratulations on the film. It sounded like a fun family affair, and everybody seems to like it, so uh, nice work. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, we're really excited. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back right here on Sports Byline. Would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. 
What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. So majestic. So every once in a while, my team gets a break. And as a Raider fan, if my team gets a break a million times, it'll still never equal the injustice. But my team Tottenham beat Liverpool 2-1, last second uh, own goal. But earlier in the game, uh, Louise of... Liverpool scored a perfectly good goal. He was basically, obviously, onside, but the ref raved his, the linesman raised his flag to say <clears throat> offside. So I went to VAR, and everyone, even the announcer, was like, well, this is going to count. And they said, the check is complete. Play on. And I was like, oh, okay. And Louise didn't really know if he was onside or not, so he didn't really complain. Because VAR could be a fingernail or one hair, it's really stupid. After the game, the Professional Referees Association apologized. What happened was, what had happened was, they checked VAR, and the VAR official upstairs thought that the goal was allowed. And so he said, check is complete. In other words, not offside. And so the ref, who on the field saw that it was called for offside, here's check is complete, no change. And he's like, all right, let's play on. I don't know why they can't say, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. But I guess they couldn't. But it reminds me, we used to have instant replay, and then it was taken away in the 80s. Doki Williams of the Raiders, when they were in L.A., he caught a, a pass in the end zone. He had one foot in, one foot out. It was obvious. It went to the booth. The booth said, pass incomplete. The ref heard, pass is complete, and he gave the touchdown. And then they got rid of instant replay. I think it was gone for like three years. And they're like, all right, we have to bring it back. But they changed the terminology. Now they'll say the play is confirmed or they'll say the play is overturned. So either confirmed or overturned. That way you can't have incomplete is complete. So Tottenham caught a break. But you know what? My team deserves a break once every millennium. I'm Rick Tittle, and I got another hour. So get on back on Byline.
USA News. I'm Corey Myers. The United Auto Workers Union looking to expand its strike against the Detroit automakers. The United Auto Workers Union says its two-week strike against Detroit automakers will spread to 7,000 more workers. I'm calling on Ford's Chicago assembly plant to stand up and go on strike. And I'm calling on GM's Lansing Delta Township to stand up and go out on strike. UAW President Sean Fain says Jeep maker Stellantis was spared from a third round of strikes. 25,000 workers are now off the job and on picket lines at dozens of plants and parts facilities across the country in the union's demands for a 40% pay hike, a four-day work week, and other benefits and job protections. I'm Skip Kelly. Today, the Supreme Court starts a new term as it considers another round of significant cases that could have a long-term impact on the legal landscape. The latest arguments involve questions related to the First Amendment's free speech clause, Second Amendment restrictions, and election redistricting. Also at stake, the fate of the Chevron Doctrine, a Supreme Court precedent that promotes court deference to actions by the executive branch. Lawmakers vote to keep the government fully funded. For now, USA's Laura Winters has details. It's all about stall and delay. Lawmakers kicking the can down the road and voting in favor of a 45-day stopgap measure. So the government is running today at full speed. U.S. funding for Ukraine not included in this bill. President Biden signing the bill at the White House and the administration then releasing a statement from the president saying there's plenty of time to pass government funding bills for the next fiscal year. And I strongly urge Congress to get to work right away. The American people expect their government to work. This is USA News. Hey there, this is Brant along with Sherry. Maybe you've heard about MediShare. Maybe you heard me talking about it. Well, Sherry helps produce these spots about MediShare. So people ask us, does this actually work? Is this really a great option for my health care? And honestly, the answer is yes. Yes, yes, it is. For real, yes. And you know what? It's funny, too, because a lot of people are fed up with their current arrangement or they're looking to save money, but they're hesitant, right? I'm like, MediShare has been doing this for 30 years. I think you can trust that, right? You can. MediShare really is the gold standard for this health care sharing thing, too. And I've done it. You've done it. And people are really happy after they make the switch i keep talking about the member satisfaction rate it's real it's like double that of health insurance i have loved it they're professional and they care that in and of itself is refreshing we could change your name to meta sherry that's uh yeah that's interesting cool marketing thing it's not gonna happen uh you can save a ton (laughs) and be really happy with it they're great to talk to call them now they really are just call this number 833-34-BIBLE that's 833-34-BIBLE 833-34-BIBLE Former MLB pitcher and two-time World Series winner Tim Wakefield died yesterday. He was 57. Wakefield, a Florida native, drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates as a third baseman in 1988. He began working on a knuckleball when he realized he wouldn't make it as a position player, and he officially made the conversion to pitcher in 1990. Wakefield survived by his wife Stacy and their children Trevor and Brianna. I don't want to grow up fun toys for us kids. They got a million toys and toys for us that I can play with. I don't want to grow up. I'm a toy just kid. They got the best for so much as you really flip your lip. From bike to train to video
iconic retailer Toys R Us expanding its comeback. According to a release from the company, locations will include airports and cruise ships starting in November with the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Sites for additional stores haven't been announced, but the company said in a statement, the new Toys R Us will be open in prime locations that complement the existing retail footprint of Macy's. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491-800-361-3491-800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that and welcome back to the show rick tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the american forces radio network what is going on with you what is going on with y'all we're here for you and we're talking some sports 1-800-878-PLAY i wonder how many people <clears throat> flew out to rome from america for the Ryder cup i'm sure there were some rich people who went But one European player yelled out, 35 years, and they still think we're just overachieving. (laughs) That's the whole thing, though. When you beat America, it's like, (laughs) how could an underdog like us beat America in anything? And we're like, have fun with it. I don't... (laughs) I just think it's it's funny when... um, Especially in England, it's such a parochial. I always say that England is like one big Idaho where everyone knows everyone. And so you do anything and you think the whole world knows about it. And I already forgot the name of the girl that won the U.S. Open a couple of years ago who was from England. And they're like, oh, America is stunned. And I'm like, I, I don't I wasn't watching. I'm sorry. The, the country's too big. 
And I just want to tell people the the on an NFL Sunday, do you think America is watching the Ryder Cup? Especially when it was on super early. No, we're not watching the Olympics. None of that. In fact, people aren't even like watching the World Cup outside of people like me. It's an NFL Sunday. We're not we're not interested in rich guys and weird pants. <laughs> If I wanted to see a rich guy in weird pants, all right, I'll leave it there. 1-800-878-PLAY, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. You can also catch us on CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, channel 2, your cable provider, sportsbyline.com, streaming along. Click listen live and emails to me, rick at sportsbyline.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle is the Facebook fan page. So many fans, so popular. And the Twitter or X is uh, at Rick Tittle if you want to chime in that way. We have J.D. Sharp coming up. We'll take a look at uh, how he did in the NFL from pro wagering. And then it's open lines the rest of the way. Don't be a stranger. Get on back on Sports Island. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72-33, and and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together.
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's always great to check in at 11-12 with someone from ProWagering and ProWagering.com, and it is J.D. Sharp. J.D.'s going to talk a little bit about uh, the NFL weekend. First of all, uh, J.D., uh, how was your weekend pick-wise? How did you do? I went 2-2 and college football. And then I went, uh, well, I'm three and five pro football, um, 12 and 17 minus 6.84 units on the season. I have lost probably seven games by a total of like seven points, maybe eight points. And, uh, I, I, for some reason I keep taking the over in these Raiders games. And then Josh McDaniels just makes a terrible decision while they're about to score and tie the game to put it over. It's happened two weeks in a row. But yeah, twelve and seventeen, forty-one percent minus six point eight four units. However, I'm twelve and five plus nine point seven five units in college football. So my guys are still up money, um, and I'm actually starting to feel really good about football season. I think that um, now would be the time to get on board with my plays. I'm starting to see the lines a little better. Figuring, I mean, there's, there's still it's been a very weird season for a number of different reasons. Like for example, that Browns Ravens line was minus two and a half. And then Deshaun Watson just decided not to play. Then you've got the Texas, uh, the, the Texas Kansas line. That line's 17, or I'm sorry, 16 and a half. Then Jalen Daniels, an hour before the game starts, decides he's not going to play. And it seems like there is there's a lot more of players that are questionable that they either play or they don't play, dependent on where the money has gone or where it, where it needs to go as far as the sports books go. But again, as sports betting gets bigger and it's just going to get bigger and bigger, uh, those things are going to happen. And then it's just, it's my job to recognize those situations before they happen. So as far as I'm concerned, that's on me, but uh, yeah, Josh McDaniels has cost me and my clients two bets the last two weeks by just making incredibly bad decisions um, that, I'm I'm sure, I'm pretty sure I would have won at least one of those, possibly two, possibly two. If he didn't go for, uh, if he didn't go for the field goal and actually gone for a touchdown and got a two point conversion, but definitely, definitely yesterday when he decided to pass the ball with a brand new rookie quarterback who had been sacked seven times in the most clutch situation of his career, uh, when they were at the four yard line and they could have just handed the ball to Josh Jacobs, who was performing at a very high level um, against against the Chargers. But yeah, twelve and seventeen minus six point four units, uh, but I'm, I'm very optimistic about the future, Rick. So I think Josh McDaniels is dumb. You think he's dumb and on the take. 
I don't know, honestly. I think it's kind of both. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's got going on, but uh, there's <laughs> been they, they they've needed they've needed the over. They've needed to cover. I mean, I know a number of different situations have taken place the last two weeks, and Josh McDaniels has just made incredibly boneheaded decisions in, in both. And you look at obviously, you know, Vegas gambling takes place in Vegas. There's a lot of money involved in Vegas games, and the most money is going to be next week. Uh, when the Packers play the Raiders at Allegiant Stadium, the two and two Packers against the one and three Raiders. Um, so I, I don't know. I just I, I think that he needs to lose his job. I think that he should not have called out Aiden O'Connell after the game. I thought O'Connell played pretty well. Yeah, he took a lot of sacks, but that offensive line is god awful. I mean, I think their quarterbacks have been sacked what 17, 18 times uh, in four games, which is just unheard of. That's almost as bad as, as it was with David Carr when he was with the Texans and he got sacked 50 times a year. So, yeah, I think uh, I think McDaniel's is is dumb. He might be on the take, but I think he needs to go either way. I didn't hear what he did. he called out Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, he gave, well, he basically he asked he asked uh, he was asked about the quarterback's play about you know Aiden in his first start, and he said, "If you want to play quarterback in this league, you got to take care of the ball." Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, let me ask yeah. you about a game that. I'm not saying it was on the take, but it felt weird that the the Chiefs got off on the Jets last night, 17 to nothing, as we got, went to the second quarter, and then it kind of felt like the Chiefs stopped playing. And that was that to keep the rest of the country interested and keep gambling, or was it because the Chiefs were overconfident? I mean, you, you can look at it however you want to look at it. Uh, was Patrick Mahomes shaving points? I mean, some of the passes that he threw were pretty on Mahomes. We'll put it that way. Uh, but then you look at the last the last play of the game, or not the, the fifth to last play of the game, when Sauce Gardner got called for that hold, which was clearly not a hold, and it was an interception, and would have would have gave the chance uh, would have gave the Jets a chance to win the game. You know, when it comes to to major primetime games like that, there is an element of yeah, they want to keep people watching, and no one's going to watch a thirty five to nothing blowout. At least they're not they're not likely to. And then you had the element with Taylor Swift there as well, so you wanted to keep people on glued to the TV. You wanted, I mean, and they're pushing her concert tickets. Uh, they're push. I think they're trying to get new viewers to the NFL. I think they're trying to get Taylor Swift's base to watch football and maybe start betting on football. I don't know what their angle is there. I think there may be a political angle as well with the election coming up in 24 and Taylor Swift leaning one way and Travis Kelsey having a demographic that leans a different way. Maybe they want to combine those two things and cover that demographic more for one side. I don't exactly know what's going on, but yeah, it did kind of seem like either Zach Wilson has been <laughs> shaving points for three years, um, or the Chiefs. But Wilson did make some pretty good throws. I mean, he played pretty well. And they do have some good weapons. But no, it, it did kind of seem like the Chiefs let up a little bit. Um, and some of the, throw, the throws that Mahomes made were, were, were very un-Mahomes. But uh, the Jets do a pretty good D as well. I mean, I capped that game to, to the Jets covering within you know four to six points. They, they lost by three, so I won that game. I also took the under. I lost to that because they scored 43 instead of 42. So... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It was. I do think that viewership matters because advertising dollars matters, and there's always an agenda in play, especially when you combine two celebrities just out of nowhere, and the entire media just covers it relentlessly. There's obviously something there. What it is, is it? I mean, it's obviously about money, but it may be about power as well. I think there's a bit of a political element that we're going to see unfold in the next six months. I think Travis Kelsey might come out against Donald Trump with Taylor Swift. I could see that happening. How impressed with you? I mean, I picked the Bills to win. It wasn't a surprise, but how impressed with you that they stomped Miami? 
Yeah, I mean, Miami's really not that good. Um, they don't have a great defense. If you looked, if you watched the game, I mean, a lot of the catches, I mean, the points that they scored, they were just unbelievable catches that were made. Uh, I mean, Tua, Tua, in my opinion, is liable to throw a pick at any moment. He doesn't have that strong of an arm. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah, with with a, with an offense like that where you've got just a complete speed advantage with uh, A-Chain and Mostert and Hill and Waddle and even Braxton Berrios, yeah, you're you're gonna beat you're gonna beat bad defenses. You're gonna you're gonna beat them relentlessly. But against a team that's as disciplined as the Bills, that's not going to take place. So um, I thought I thought that you know I took the under that loss and I took the Bills money line and that one. So again, another game where I took the two plays and I pushed them. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, I took the Bills minus two and a half, so I covered the spread actually. But no, I, I I was not surprised by the outcome. I think I think the Dolphins are a little overrated. I think that Tua is again he's liable to throw a pick at any moment. And again, if you, when you have a defense like that, that's that's that disciplined and has the athletes to boot. And also, they're missing Connor Williams and, and Armstead as well, so that didn't help them at all uh, offensively. Offensive linemen are a big deal in the National Football League. They are a huge deal. And uh, I, yeah, so I wasn't shocked by that, but I do think that the Bills now Tre'Davious White is out for the year, most likely with a torn Achilles. That's going to hurt them a lot. That's who guarded Tyreek Hill. That's that's who shut down Tyreek Hill. So you know, in that game, so. They're going to find a substitute for that. I'm not sure they will, but I think the Bills are definitely a top two or three team in the in the AFC. All right, let's leave with this: Seahawks at Giants tonight. It's uh, I don't know. It's not a barn burner, but uh, interesting as these teams are kind of similar. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I mean, on paper, on paper, I guess they're kind of similar. But the Seahawks have a huge advantage in so many different phases of the game. They get back. Wollen, they they have Witherspoon, who they drafted, who's playing well. They get back Jamal Adams. They've played really well against the run all year long. Uh, Daniel Jones is not accurate. I, I don't really trust his weapons. I don't trust Abel at all. And Geno Smith's been playing well. They run the ball well. They pass the ball well. So, I mean, the Seahawks should win this game. But, I mean, and the line has moved. The line's moved like two points in a day. So, I mean, it's again that the, the Seahawks should win. But uh, I, I, I'm just – I'm kind of shell-shocked right now. The games that are that are supposed to do – the logic that I've had for, for betting for the last five years or so that I'm applying it to this year, and, and it's been very successful, obviously. Um, and it, I just, for whatever reason, these fluke situations keep happening, and they involve injuries. They involve just very weird things keep happening. So I'm a little shell-shocked. I, 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 the Seahawks should absolutely win the game. But uh, the whole country's on them. <laughs> Everybody, I mean, everyone bet the, the Chiefs to win. How many parlays out there had the Chiefs and the Chargers and the 49ers and the Jaguars and, and the Cowboys and the Eagles and now the Seahawks on them. How many of those, you know, were out there? And we're talking eight, nine team parlays that if they hit, you're, you're, you're talking 300, 400 to one, if not more. So I don't know. Um, I, I think the Seahawks should easily win on paper, but are they going to? It's, it's just been that type of season where they don't win tonight. There he is, J.D. Sharp, ProWagering, ProWagering.com. Always appreciate your insights, my friend. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, good stuff. Open lines the rest of the way at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Tell me who's watching, who's watching me.
Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla. Is that what you're telling me?
This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. American Forces Radio Network. We have open lines the rest of the way. Come on in and get heard. Something interesting, which uh, I saw recently. We'll never really know how much Spygate. Oh, I'm bringing up Spygate. Help the Patriots win. Not one, not two, but maybe three of their early 2000s Super Bowls. But there are a couple of very prominent former members of the Pittsburgh Steelers in that era that feel that it did play a major role in the outcomes of two AFC championships. Because Joey Porter and Heinz Ward, they have, of course, previously shared how they feel about Spygate and how those impacted those games. Both won by New England, obviously. But this week, or I should say, what is it, Monday? Last week, Ben Roethlisberger, which I always get it in and out, and Jerome Bettis, for some reason, is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I just, why is Jerome Bettis in the Hall of Fame? Don't you have to put Ricky Waters in if you put Jerome Bettis in? I don't know. Uh, that's just, if you play for a prominent team, if you play for the Steelers, like Jack, why is Jack Ham in the Hall of Fame? I mean, just because he played for the Steelers. But anyway, uh, Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis brought this back up on Roethlisberger's podcast which is called Hold the Onions. No, I made that up. But that would be pretty funny. Ben Roethlisberger's podcast, Hold the Onions. But it was brought up because Roethlisberger was a rookie in the final seconds, in fact, the whole season in 2004, but in the final seconds uh, of that game. Um, And uh, Bettis said that... uh, the following year he was going to retire and Bettis said, if your ass hadn't thrown two interceptions, we'd be in the Super Bowl." And they both laughed. And Roethlisberger said, to be fair, the Patriots cheated. Bettis said, for sure they did. There's not even a question in my mind. Now that's just two guys at a bar right there. Well, Bettis said, no, 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 no. He provided an example. He said, there was a pivotal fourth and one with the Patriots ahead three to nothing midway through the first quarter. After third down, Bettis said that the Patriots called a timeout after they saw the Steelers' hand signals from the sideline. And Bettis said the Patriots knew the meaning of the signal, which was a counter run. Counter run is when you <clears throat> you uh, either you do a jab step as the back and come the other way. Or you hand off the ball, and then the running back comes the other way. But either way, you can call that a counter. And after the timeout, Bettis noticed that nose guard Ted Washington, former Niner and Raider, went back to the Patriots' sideline, which further added the belief that New England knew their plays. And so the bus said, quote, Who normally goes to the sideline on a timeout? The defensive tackles, right? They told the nose guard Washington... They pulled him to the sideline. Big 400-pound guy. He doesn't want to go to the sideline and go all the way back. What does he want to go to the sideline for? They're yelling, making him go to the sideline and come back. Then we run the play. He loops into the hole, Washington does. 
They stop us on fourth down. That's a critical play in the game. They had our signs and they called a timeout to get them ready for that play because they knew it was coming. No question in my mind. I remember vividly, I thought, why is this big dude going to the sideline? But I'm not mad about that. <laughs> I love at the end, but I'm not mad about that. Well, the other thing is they can, you can learn people's hand signs during a game. <clears throat> if you're at like a cow, uh, cow counter, card counter, like if you're really good at that stuff, it doesn't have to just be in practice. But the play, you know, as Bettis alluded, the Patriots stuffed it and then they capitalized on the stop one play later because Tom Brady hit Deion Branch, 60 yard touchdown. And the lead swelled to 24 to 3 before the Steelers began a modest comeback and then New England won. 41-27, and then they beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl by a venetary field goal, as usual. And Bettis decided not to retire. He came back in 2005, and Roethlisberger made good on his promise. They got to the Super Bowl, and Bettis then retired on the podium after they beat the Seahawks in the Superb Owl, <clears throat> Super Bowl 40, if I'm not mistaken. And despite that win, Bettis is still clearly miffed at the Patriots and Spygate. And we don't know how much it impacted the 2004 title game, but there was a story in ESPN in 2015 revealing that handwritten diagrams of Steelers' hand signals were discovered in Patriots' headquarters during that investigation. And that resulted in the fines and the fact that they, were, they lost a first-round pick. This isn't even Deflategate we're talking about. And this is why a lot of people, especially with the Steelers, bring this up. Now, Bill Cowher does not. He says it's only cheating if you get caught, like any player. If you're going to hold him, don't get caught. If you get caught, you're wrong. If you don't, you're right. I always thought we never lost the games to New England because of Spygate. If Bill Belichick got the calls because we didn't do a very good job of making sure we signaled those in, that's on us. It's not on him because we're always looking for competitive edges. I think as any coach, whether it's someone's stance, someone's split, someone's formation, you're looking at someone's eyes, how are they coming out of the huddle, you're always looking for those little things that give you a competitive edge, and that to me is what that was. So it's very magnanimous at this point for uh, Cowher to say that. But it also, I, I bet you what it is, and he's not gonna, <laughs> he's not gonna correct me. I think that it does bug the leaping lizards out of him that they did it, but he doesn't want to look weak. Because that's what it is. If you lose a Super Bowl as a head coach and you go, mm, they had our signals. You know, it's the same thing they said with, you know, Bill Callahan. And I've asked guys on the Bucks, did you have the signals? And they were like, ha, ha, ha. So you did. Super Bowl 37. You know, is is that on the Bucks? No, it's on Callahan for not changing them. If allegedly, you know, Callahan said we did change them. Okay, is that why Brooks and Lynch and Sapp and everybody else was, as the Raiders are lining up, they're shifting, they're pointing, it's going that way, it's going that way. <laughs>
I also think too, that if you're the quarterback and you can see, they know what's coming, you can change things in the huddle. You know, you don't have to go by rote. You can, uh, change the audible in the middle of the game. In fact, a lot of times they do that, you know, in baseball, they'll do that in the game. They'll say one through three innings. The third time I touch my hat, it's a bunt after the third inning. Um, if I touch my hat at all, there's no bunt, you know, you don't have to stick with these things. And then you get those like chip Kelly things where they hold up a sign. It's like Burger King, Allstate, state farm and IBM. What does that mean? Well, that's blue eye hair, 45 H reverse on three on three, ready, break. What? <laughs> I missed that one. Anyway, I like Cower. Cower's just saying, look, we lost. If they picked up our signals, that's our fault. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 
There's a whole lot of savings going on now at Staples. During Staples Sitathon, you can save up to $150 on select office and desk chairs. And when you buy a chair, you save 25% on desks, storage solutions, and office accessories. Plus, your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. And when you return an Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next $30 Staples purchase. Now is definitely the time to save at Staples. Chair offer ends 1028, in-store only. Exclusions apply on Amazon offer. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. his servants. Wow, that is really mean. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. All right. We need to go over <clears throat> what went down in the National Football League. I got to say, is JD's doing okay? Rick's picks is killing it. <laughs> really killing it. Jaguars beat the Falcons in London. That was the easy one. Uh, I don't know about this Ritter guy. I don't know. I... I'll just say I don't know about him yet. Uh, the Falcons, they're going with him. 23-7, to seven, both teams are 2-2, two and two, like I said they would be. I said the Ravens would win at the Browns. I said I just can't get on board with Cleveland, and a lot of bettors said Cleveland, 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 and I, I just, against the Ravens? No, absolutely not. And uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, kid out of UCLA, had to come in, try his best. But all I could muster was a first quarter field goal. That's basically a stomping 28 to 3. Baltimore 3 and 1, Cleveland 2 and 2. The Titans and the Bengals, that's another one that I got right. I just thought that <clears throat> the Titans would have a little bit more pride in what they were doing. And same thing for Cincinnati, a first quarter. Field goal. That's all you could get from the Ohio Orange teams <laughs> this weekend. 27. The game was over at halftime. It was 24 to 3, and the second half was a snoozer. 27 3. The Bears and the Donkeys. The Bears were up 21 7 at the half. They were up 28 14 to begin the fourth quarter, and then the Broncos scored 17 points. And as I said, being up 28-7 and then 28-14 and then still giving up 17 more, <clears throat> this guy, Aberflus, he, if you're not on a hot seat at 0-4 when you have a ridiculous Broncos team there who were beaten, I mean, just beaten, but the Bears had a fourth and one on the Denver 35 with the game running out. And all I had to do is kick a field goal and they probably would have just won the game. It would have been a 35 yard field goal. 
But he left the team out in fourth and one to do the hut, 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 hut. And they didn't jump. So he calls a timeout. Then he sends the offense back out and they went for it. They give the ball to Khalil Herbert, no gain. And so the, the donkeys, they go down the field and then they get their field goal to go up 31-28 instead of the other way around. And then Justin Fields has desperation time and they intercept him. And so they asked Abraflus after the game, why didn't you kick a field goal to go up by three? And he said, I liked the way we were running the ball. These jackasses with this going for it on fourth down are always take a two-point conversion. Do you know the reason why some of these coaches go for it for two-point conversions? Because <clears throat> stat nerds have told them, if you try it twice, you'll – rarely statistically miss it twice. So you'll end up with two at least and possibly four. And if you kick an extra point, you might miss one, but the most you can get is two. That sounds reasonable until you realize that to get a two point conversion, you basically have to get another touchdown. It just feels like it's different because it's only worth two. It's the exact same situation. You have to get a three-yard touchdown, <laughs> which is easier said than done. You have to do what you just did again. Just take the points, like John Madden told you. Take the points. The Rams beat the Colts 29-23. That's another one I got right. Uh, and Richardson did show up in that game, but, uh, I don't know. The Rams showing a little life lately. Bills beat the Dolphins, which I said, I didn't know it'd be 48, 20, but that was an easy one to pick. Uh, Vikings over Panthers. I said, there's no way the Vikings are going to be 0 and 4 and the Panthers would be, and they are. And then as Bryce Young is 0 and 4, I, how about this? I picked the Texans back-to-back -back weeks once to win at Jacksonville. That was the crazy one, which I got right. And then I said they were going to keep it going against Pittsburgh, who did not. I said on Friday, Pittsburgh did not impress me one bit in that Raider win or the win over the Raiders. <clears throat> and Tex the Texans destroyed them 30-6. to C.J. Stroud with over 300 yards passing, two more touchdowns. It's not bad. The one that I got wrong, and yes, I only missed one game the whole week. Now, remember, I'm not picking spreads. I'm just picking winners. So what do they call that? Money line? I have money line picks. The only one I got wrong was I thought the Saints would beat the Bucks in New Orleans. And Baker Mayfield, wow. But, and this was supposed to be Jameis Winston. And Derek Carr played. I, 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 if I was in New Orleans, I would know more about that. <laughs> what happened? Baker Mayfield threw three more touchdown passes. <clears throat> and 26 to 9, as the Bucks are now probably the worst 3-1 team? Or should I take them more seriously? Uh, the Eagles beat the Commanders, but it was an OT, and I was not expecting that. 
Sam Howell, is he the guy? Well, it looked like it. And they had to get a uh, extra point. I mean, sorry, a field goal in overtime for the Eagles to win that game at home. And uh, Swift led the Eagles in rushing. Taylor Swift? No. Uh, I said the Chargers would beat the Raiders. Um, you know, just Brandon Staley going for it on his own 35. It, it's just... You can show me empirical evidence. You can get Parag Marate and his Harvard degree and Farhan Zaidi and whatever nerdy background he has. They're brilliant guys. They're very smart, but they're going to show you why you want to go for it. Why did no one go for it for over a hundred years? And then now all of a sudden it's cool because it's not cool. That's why. One more thing about CJ Stroud, the most pass attempts in the history of the NFL without a pick is CJ Stroud. 151 pass attempts. The record was Warren Moon at 103, then Carson Wentz, Case Keenum, and Tom Brady. Keenum, another Texan. But yeah, that was, uh, as I said, we're a month into the season, which doesn't mean anything, but so far, I said he was the only quarterback I laughed, liked on the whole draft, and th this is why. <clears throat> the Niners look like they're already buying their tickets to Vegas for the superb owl, and that would be amazing for Niner fans if they would only have to take a one-hour flight to Vegas for the Super Bowl. In fact, a lot of them might just drive it. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We were saying that before, and then Roger Craig fumbles a ball, or Kyle Williams hits his shin, so you never know what's going to happen. But the uh, Cardinals were always a little bit of a bo bogey team for the Niners, and at 21-10 at the half, you know, Joshua Dobbs didn't look like a disaster, but Christian McCaffrey, what a trade. May I, it, tell me in the history of the NFL, I'm listening, a better mid-season trade than getting McCaffrey. They've only lost one game since they traded for him, and that was in the playoffs. What are they, like 12-1? and one? I mean, it's just it's amazing what they have done with him. And four more touchdowns, three on the ground, one in the air. It's all about staying healthy, too, because if McCaffrey and Samuel and Purdy all break their legs next week, then the Super Bowl run is off the rails. Speaking of a team that might give the Niners some problems in the National Football Conference, the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys humiliated last week, and they were at home, and they were not. They're not going to let that happen again. Zeke back in town, but they beat the Patriots 38-3. to Another one of the most hilarious things you'll hear is that the game has passed Bill Belichick by. That's what I heard uh, the last year of Bill Walsh. He got booed and booed and booed by Niner fans. And I remember my friend's dad, they had season tickets, were at the Niner game at the stick. And he's like, Bill Walsh, you old man, the game has passed you by. So you're saying the way football is played now, they don't understand it. <laughs> we have moved on to so many innovations and so let's take it to Belichick. We've moved on to so many innovations now that Bill Belichick just doesn't understand how to play in this league anymore. 
it's passed him by. It's too much for him. It, it's just too much. Have you looked at the personnel at New England? Do you see that they don't have Tom Brady anymore? Why do you think coaches, why do you think Phil Jackson was so good? I'll give you three names. Michael Jordan, I'll give you four. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. Is that why Phil Jackson was so smart? What if Phil Jackson had the Vontigo Cummings Golden State Warriors? You need, look, you have to be a good coach. You have to be a good moderator. You have to uh, be a big, good people person. And that doesn't mean across the board because everybody's different. You have guys that will show up like a Marine and say, sir, yes, sir, and run through a brick wall. And then you have other guys like Marcus Peters who are like, maybe I don't feel like running right now. And you have to deal with all those individuals. You have to have these skills. And I know Bill Belichick seems like a lump on a log, but he's able to do that. People buy in. They respect him. It's the same thing with like with Al Davis in the day. These players told me like, oh my gosh, it's Al. I can't believe I'm playing for Al Davis. Now that wore off over a time. But anyway, the Patriots are one and three because they stink. It's not because the game has passed Bill Belichick by. Please. And then the Jets and the Chiefs, the, the Chiefs thought the game was over after a quarter, and then they sat there and almost blew it. They, they really, I was pulling for the gangrene in that one, but uh, they made sure that they got out of New Jersey with a three-point win. And then uh, tonight, the Seahawks and the Giants, J.D. said, take the Seahawks. I'm going with the G-men at home. I just think they're going to show, and they're getting two and a half points too, if that matters. I just think the Giants are going to have a little bit more pride. And uh, I think their defense is going to shut Seattle down more than you think. That's what I say. And I say we go to a break and come right back on Sports Byline. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. 
Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts. And you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van, or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not. And the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to, I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. I was mentioning earlier with the College Football Hall of Famer Scott Warner, one of the most amazing games over the weekend in college football was LSU at Ole Miss. It was the highest scoring affair in the uh, series. Ole Miss won 55 to 49. Jaden Daniels, the ASU transfer quarterback at LSU, he threw a Hail Mary, but it was more like a spiral right down the middle Hail Mary, not a up for grabs thing. The receiver actually dropped it. And I was kind of rooting for Ole Miss until I realized that Lane Kiffin was the head coach. But anyway, it was very exciting. And as I mentioned, they ran onto the field, did the fans, and the new rules in the SEC, the school was fined $100,000. And if you do it again, $250,000. And if you do it again, a half million, and every time after that, another $500,000. How do you keep 100,000 drunk 19- and 20-year-olds off the field? You're going to have to put up barbed wire. 
But I, it's just stupid. Now, if if all the players of the other team got beat up, then I could maybe see it. I've been on the field when the crowds have rushed the fields like that. It's not that bad. <laughs> I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.